0: love getting prices that are lower than low on food that's fresher than fresh then shop at kroger we give you more ways to save on the fresh you love with tools like the kroger app where you can find personalized coupons on top of weekly sales giving you prices that are lower than the everyday low kroger fresh for everyone it's the big ten dollar sale so mix and match and get two three four five or even ten for ten dollars with your card so many great deals kroger fresh for everyone Don't wait. Visit Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save.
1: Welcome to Larry King Live. Thousands of Americans claim they've had a terrifying UFO experience. Many such stories fall apart under scientific scrutiny but this one impresses a lot of people. The 1975 Travis Walter and Walton encounter in Arizona is now the basis of a movie, Fire in the Sky, from Paramount Pictures. It opened today. It lays out one of the most intriguing and controversial UFO abduction cases, one that remains a major flashpoint between believers and skeptics. We're gonna hear from both sides. But we start with Travis Walton himself, here in our Washington studio. Also here is Mike Rogers, his friend and a witness to the incident. And we do have time limitations. This movie opened today. It looks like it's gonna be a big one. What happened, Travis?
2: <clears throat> Your own words, briefly. Okay, well, it was- uh, Just the another w- day. Yeah, just another work day. <laughs> Out in the woods, cutting trees. This is uh, where? Uh, in the Sitges National Forest in uh, Arizona. Uh, there were seven of us. It was starting to get dark. We loaded up our chainsaws and- uh, You're a logger, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were headed home. Um, As we were leaving there, we saw a light coming through the trees. And uh, when we finally got down the road to where we could see the source of this light, we saw a UFO hovering near the road. All seven of you? All seven of us. Uh, It was uh, only 90 feet away. It was very clear and unmistakable. The minute it came into view, somebody yelled, uh, it's a a spaceship, or something like that. Uh, We stopped the truck, and I got out and went toward it. Just you, not the other six? Not the other six. They were yelling at me to get back in the truck and get away from there. Good thinking. Yeah, it would have been. (laughs) Anyway, uh, as I got closer to it, um, it started to, uh, Move and started to, the sound started to get louder. And uh, that scared me. I jumped down behind some cover there, and uh, the men in the truck were screaming at me to get away from there. So um, I, I raised up to go, and uh, I was hit. I, it felt like a physical blow, and uh, I blacked out. Uh, the men in the truck said they saw a, a powerful bolt of energy come out of the bottom of the craft and hit me. They said it just looked like a grenade went off in front of me. They, they said it uh, threw me through the air about 10 feet. You were watching this, right, Mike? Yes. And uh, <clears throat> they said I hit the ground limp, mm. and uh, they thought it, it killed me. So, uh, they left? They left. Out of fright, too. Yes. Now, what happened to you? What do you remember? Uh, I was missing for five days and six hours before I woke up uh, on the roadway outside of Heber. That's a little town near the, where this happened. Do you have lots of memories of those five days? Not a lot. Uh, actually, less than 20 minutes. It's a, it's a very difficult thing to recall. Did you go somewhere with them? Uh, yes, apparently. Two? I don't know. <laughs> take off? I mean, do you remember it taking off? Uh, when I was returned, I, I saw it take off. When you were returned? Oh, you saw it leave? Yes. But you don't remember it leaving with you and No, I, I regained consciousness on board the craft. Oh, you were on board the craft. Yes. You remember that? Yes. What do they want with you? I don't know. That's you know, it, What I remember seems to be so much like a, a fragment of something that, you know, it's just very difficult to make any sense out of it. What they look like? They looked uh, uh, like... Uh, well, they were four or five feet tall, humanoid-looking, hairless creatures, uh, with uh, very large eyes.
1: Male, female?
2: Can't really tell. Did they talk? Um, no. No, they never spoke. They never said a word? Never said a word. What did they do to you? Well, I don't know. I just regained consciousness, and as soon as I saw them, I just flipped out. I became hysterical and, and pushed them away from me. And... and uh, Lashed out at him. So whatever was going on uh, was while I was unconscious. What shape were you in five days later? I was in pretty bad shape. No food. Well, uh, I had miss a medical test that suggested that there wasn't starvation, because they say that you know if you haven't had any food for five days, the the ketones or acetones will show up in a a urine sample. But uh, there weren't any in the sample, so they're thinking that probably. There must have been some sort of nutrition, but that's disputable too. What did you think, Mike, when you saw all
1: this? From where? Watching the bolt come down and hit him.
3: Well, all of the guys described uh, this thing that hit him as being a very powerful bolt of energy, a blue flame. It's been described as many things by the by the guys there. Uh, when it hit him, it uh, was powerful enough to to knock him back. I mean, it it was it was like he said, like like an explosion going off in front of him. Why'd you leave? It was blind panic. I I didn't have time to think. I mean, we were all. Did anyone think scared. of going
1: to get Travis?
3: Yeah. We, after I had left, I was driving the truck, and after I had gone down the road about a quarter of a mile, then I was thinking, and. Uh, I had time to think to stop what you know what what I'd done. Did you go back? Yeah, after a hysterical sort of a discussion among us. Uh, what happened? Uh, when you went back. He wasn't there.
1: Nor was the and, UFO. and
3: no, it wasn't. nowhere we're around.
1: We'll pick this up in a minute. We'll be joined by Philip Kloss, who. Uh, Goes around debunking all of this, and he disagrees with this, too. The movie Fire in the Sky from Paramount opened today. It was written, by the way, by Tracy Torme, right? Yeah. Wrote the screenplay. We'll be back after these words. Grab in,
2: You son of a bitch! What the hell are you doing? Get back in the truck, asshole!
3: there get back to the truck
1: the hell is that get the hell out of here, man, man who's known as the sherlock holmes of ufology philip class is senior editor at aviation week and space technology he has spent decades investigating ufo incidents written several skeptical books and he says this travis walton story and therefore this movie is a hoax he's here with us in washington He's saying, Phil, that all seven of these people are lying. I'm afraid we have
0: to say that on the basis of physical evidence. Meaning? Physical evidence that should have been there but was not. Now, you heard Travis and Mike Rogers claim that this beam from the UFO was like a a grenade exploding fire flame, that Travis was knocked ten feet back, and in his book he claims he hit his shoulder against the rock. Now, shortly after Travis reappeared, he was given a physical examination by two medical doctors in Phoenix, Dr. Kendell and Dr. Saltz. They found no bruise marks. They found no burn marks. They found no physical damage. The only thing was a, like a, a needle mark in his, his elbow so there was no physical evidence. When the morning after this incident allegedly occurred, when the law enforcement officers went to the site to inspect, they found all kinds of dry pine needles, which if this had actually happened, those needles would have been blasted away, they would have caught fire, they would have burned. Why are you laughing, Travis?
2: Well, because this is typical of the sort of reasoning pattern this man uses in attacking all UFO cases. Uh, He's equating the the absence of evidence to be the evidence of absence. That's absurd, you know, and that, that's uh, actually a logical fallacy. And uh, or should he, he does not know the nature of this energy beam. He, he, he presumes to know. But I know, know the
0: nature of somebody being blasted through the air 10 feet and hitting their shoulder against rock. There should be bruise marks. But let's talk about some other evidence. That Late that night, a uh, uh, deputy sheriff, Ken Copeland, together with mike rogers went to the gibson ranch house where travis's mother was staying to break the news to her that her son apparently had been zapped by a ufo and had been abducted, right. and and uh, Sheriff Copeland told me, he said, when I went there, he said, I was, I was afraid she was going to become hysterical, she was going to break into tears, I didn't know what would happen. And when Mike Rogers told the mother what allegedly had happened, she said, took it very calmly, she says, well, those things happen, and then she started to tell the officer about her own UFO sighting, and the time that the other well, son, Dwayne let me tell you had been- something. Chased by a UFO. And and, tell her. Hold
3: on, uh, You know, I was there. I was one. Of, I was there with Ken Copeland, and I was there with Travis's mother. And Ken Copeland has embellished this thing to beat hell. Uh, first of what? all, you're challenging you're, the truthfulness of this. I certainly work. am. I certainly am. So there there were t- well, there were three people hold on, there. Phil. There were sure. three people there. Me, Travis's mother, and Ken Copeland. Travis's mother does not say that these things were said like this. I can testify that they were not said like this. It's it's Ken Copeland's word against the two of us. Have you asked Ken why he's not telling the truth? I haven't talked to Ken Copeland since then.
2: Well, you, yeah. you see, you know, my mother is a very self-reliant person. She was staying in a cabin miles from nowhere by herself. She's not that sort of person. She raised six kids by herself. She's a very strong woman, and she's not somebody to just fly to pieces because somebody uh, is telling her that her son he, is
3: missing. Also, I, I would like, first of all, I think it's necessary for people to know just exactly what Philip class really is, who he really is. Uh, he's nothing more than a disinformation specialist from Washington D.C. The man has used character assassination, mudslinging, and uh, outright fabrications in an attempt you to cover up the God-damned truth. You are a liar, Mike yeah. Rogers, in, in, and I have an caught attempt. you in falsehood after falsehood, no, you and not, you know sir. it. No, yeah, you you have made outright fabrications in an attempt to cover up the truth about our incident. All right, well, let's, Larry, let's talk about something where
0: I have hard evidence. On November 8th, three days after um, Travis allegedly was, was zapped and abducted, his brother and Mike Rogers were interviewed by a UFO investigator named Fred Silvanus. And during that one hour interview, At no time did Mike Rogers or Brother Dwayne ever say, gee, we're worried about Travis. (laughs) Gee, we hope he's all right. And in fact, at one point, uh, (laughs) Sylvanus said to the brother, he said, aren't you worried about, about your brother? And here's what Dwayne said verbatim. He said, I don't feel any fear for his life, dot, dot, dot. I don't think he's in any danger. All I can say is that I wish I was with him, and I have a tape cassette of those remarks.
3: Let me say something. I also have the, that cassette tape of that interview. and I want to tell you something Philip Klass did in his book called The Public Deceived by Philip Klass. Uh, Philip Class in that book, claims that Fred Silvanus said to, to Dwayne's uh, remarks right there, you hope he has. And he goes on to explain how Fred Silvanus, by saying that, is the only person that had any concern, obviously, for for the well-being of Travis at all. What Philip Klaas did there is he deliberately exchanged names on that quote. It's very clear on that tape, and many people have listened to it. I'm the one that said you hope he has which automatically and obviously shows that I'm the one that had the concern and see. not Fred Silvanus. And this is a trick, one of the usual tricks. Were, by you very, were you very worried about Travis? Yes, I was. Was his brother worried? His brother was worried, but he was trying to convince himself that was, Travis was all right. Was his mother worried? His mother was worried, yes. Travis, my mother, mother had bel- be sedated. Yeah.
1: Were you she a believer was... in UFOs? Had you ever spoken about UFOs? Had you ever discussed
2: Yeah, I, it? I, was, I was open to the subject because, uh, you know, I had a family member that had seen one years before. And so, you know, I wasn't completely closed-minded on the subject, but I was not a UFO buff. I had not bought a book on the subject or, you know, been deeply into the subject. You at weren't all. A, Whitney, a Whitley Striebeheil. Not at all. No. Now you are. No, I'm not. As a matter of fact, my way of coping with all this has been to sort of shy away from the subject. I've been invited to these conventions and whatnot. But you right. let a movie be made. Yeah, yeah. And I, I turned down a lot of offers along that line. How much line. were
0: you paid for the movie, the rights to the movie, That's none Travis. of your
2: business. But you know, How much are, is uh, some covert agency paying you for your activities?
0: I will let you, I'll tell you, I'll make you an offer. Uh, I will challenge you to let me examine your income tax for last year. I'll let you examine my income tax return to see if I have any covert source of income.
1: Is that a deal? Phil, why can't you be a little open to the possibility that this happened to Travis?
0: Well, Larry, uh, if you think there is one chance in a thousand that this happened, that it really happened, I urge you to go to President Clinton and say, don't worry about what's happening in Yugoslavia, don't worry about what's happening in Russia, don't worry about what's happening in Somali. This is the gravest threat to the people of this
1: Why? They don't seem to point? bother us. What? They took them, they brought them back. They don't seem to bother us. Presumptions.
0: Uh, well, it is now claimed that they are abducting hundreds or thousands of our citizens. If you think this is true, Larry, I why don't you invite the Secretary- Mr. Glass, I think Secretary you need to separate
2: department. what I'm saying here from what's going on in the world. I'm
1: just asking questions. We'll be right back with more. The movie opened today. This is Larry King live. Don't go away.
3: You expect me to believe that a flying saucer came down and took your friend away to outer space. That's the truth, mister. That's exactly what happened. Is it? Why the heck aren't you speaking up for us? Why let this man talk to us like this? It seems like you're not even trying to believe us.
1: We all saw the thing. We all saw the guy get zapped. Let's get a quick call in Washington. Hello
2: oh um hello mr mr walton um how accurate was the movie's portrayal of your actual ufo experience yeah how close was it you know i I think most people know better than to expect a documentary you know this is a dramatization and there's uh, some artistic liberties there but i think people will walk out of the theater uh feeling the kinds of feelings we felt when this happened to us do they show scenes on the ship Yes, and do. that would be yeah. Other than but you know they they still. try to take uh, not try not to take a sensationalistic approach to this, and it really focuses on uh, human uh, interactions. Kind of weird to see yourself played by somebody. Yeah, it's kind of you too, weird. Mike.
1: Yes, Phil, have you seen the movie? No. Nope. Why don't you go see it? <clears throat> I have better things to do with my
0: hard-earned money than, uh, <clears throat> than waste it on oh, that. Yeah, I'll wait until tape. it's
1: on the late, late okay. show. We are uh, out of time, but we're going to do more on this, because obvious this subject won't go away, and this particular one won't go away. That's right. The movie opened today.